Blog Talk Radio. Some of those that don't know how you are, who you are, 
some of the um, things that you've done. A little bit of background, please. If they don't know what I've done by now, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like I, I deal with, a, you know, we talk to a lot of artists all the time, and, you know, they say, well, you know, they got their own sound, and they sound, you know, is unique. And, you know, it's always perplexing to me is because we all are a product of our environment, you know. Yeah. And, and, and do, that, I that cuss? Hmm? do I yeah, need to you cuss? Do I need to cuss? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> but well, you know who I am if I cuss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never, I never, I never hear the last of it if you don't be you. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't gonna hear the last of it. Because you know How I've about heard rumors. Hey, I've I've heard rumors somewhere about Bed Midler and Roseanne biting off you a little bit. Oh well, hey, I I didn't say that. Oh. They happen to be friends of mine, but I didn't say they bit off anything. They just treated me with respect. Well, yeah, I guess that's right. I know some other friends, but I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Come on now, we can't. We can't be bleeping out everything, Millie. I didn't ask you to bleep out anything. Listen, when did you start singing? Now, now, now you wants to get real personal, huh? Do you want to know when I started singing or when I started singing? Well, well... Probably when you started singing and then when you started singing. Okay, well, I started singing and the on a in fact I'm not sure I was even singing then. Uh I got started on a bet. We were at the Palms Cafe we used to hang out in, uh, when I was around seventeen. Uh, we used to go up there every Thursday after I get off from work for my day gig and hang and sit around and do what, you know, we kind of people do. And this girl was up singing, and Lester Young was the band, and I didn't even know that until years later. And she was singing, and we were talking about how bad she sound, and I said, Somebody say, oh, you think you can do better, huh? Anybody could. <laughs> so they bet me $2 that I wouldn't go up and sing. So I went up and told the band leader, I'm, I'm singing next. And I did. Don't play it no more. Don't play that song for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back memory. Got hired. Somebody was there having dinner and hired me to do a gig down at the Crystal Ballroom two weeks after that. Spent all my day gig money to buy me some outfits and some hair to go do this gig. And that gig led to another gig in Hoboken, New Jersey for about a month and a half. Wow. What can I and, say? And, and would you say from that point you was up and running? No I was up back. and running. I was playing all over New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Did you have any uh, role models out there or anybody that, that uh, no. you was just nope. making your own way? Just just doing my own thing. I knew a lot of other people who sang locally. In fact, uh, Keith Williams, uh, who passed away this year, uh, that used to be with the flamingos, he wasn't with them then. He was just a local singer. Buffalo Soldier, him. And okay. uh, he said to me, I was scared. Can you imagine this? Millie J being scared. I was scared. No, that's, that's kind of hard I'm, I'm to I'm telling you, right I had never had a lesson in life, and I was scared. And he said, they came to see you. So, you know. Let them have it. So I did, you know. So I would be up singing, and people would be talking, and I'd jump on them. Ex uh, uh, yo, excuse me, 
pay your two dollars to see me or to talk to your friends. You can talk to your friends outside. And I found that when you talk to somebody that way, someone else will start laughing. And they would laugh at them, and they'd come back, and the one the other would laugh. And before you you know it, uh, hey, whole club laughing. And I guess that's what you call engaging the audience. And I notice that's a lot of entertainers, what I don't see a lot of today, and what uh, I can definitely take lessons from artists such as yourself that have paved the way. But I notice a lot of artists today, they get up on stage and they do their thing, but they don't take time to engage the audience. But then they expect the audience to go out and support them by buying their music. Well, now, I, my band... I still travel with the band. I refuse to get up there and sing to them tapes because I'm old and I probably forget the lyrics. <laughs> I had to lip sing. Uh, but um, I love messing with the audience. In fact, there's a video on uh, YouTube now that I don't. I did it way back at the Apollo in eighty something, and I've gotten more phone calls about they found it don't ask me why something you can feel and I'm out in the audience that was a song that was written by Gerald and Eddie LaVert and Gerald produced it something you can feel (laughs) and I would go out and went out in the audience to find something I could feel and they recorded it and it's now on YouTube and all of a sudden, I'm getting these phone calls about something you can feel. I'm going out this week. I got to go learn something you can feel because everybody <laughs> doesn't get Are you Are you ready for that? No. I got to go out now and teach the band something you can feel. I'm going to have fun this weekend because I'm going to find me something to feel. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. watch, yep. watch, watch it now. Hey, <laughs> even even on the video, I'm out there trying to feel something, and the women out there moving my hand out the way because I'm about to... <laughs> hey, hey, you didn't have on no white cowboy boots, did you? No, I didn't have on no white cowboy boots. <laughs> but I was still trying to get something I could feel, and the guys would be laying back with their legs all open for me to find something to feel. And the old lady would be slapping my hand. One, one of them in the video, I said, oh, don't get excited. I felt it already. He ain't got nothing to feel. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had everybody, like, rolling on the floor. Oh, yeah. I was all up the middle aisle and stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I know you had some of these dark complexion brothers, bright red. In fact, my outfit was red. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, boy, boy. Listen, Uh while while we're on that subject, I got one of your songs queued up, so I'm going to let our listeners. What what you got queued up? What you got queued up? Black Bitch Crazy. Oh, the new one. Okay. All right. Guess what? It's country. It used to be called Redneck Crazy. Uh huh. I don't, I don't know. Going through the audience trying to feel something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, y'all put your ears on this, and we'll be right back with Miss Millie Jackson. I'm gonna park my Eldorado up on your lawn. Sit on the hood and think. Have myself a drink. Cause I'm about to get my pistol on. I'm gonna shine my 
riding down the road, and the song came on the radio on the country station. It was called Redneck Crazy. And I was listening to it, and he said, I'm going to drive like hell through your neighborhood. (laughs) Pull my silver rider up on your lawn. (laughs) Crank up a little Hank. Sit on the hood and drink. I'm about to get my pissed off on. And then I went, "Uh uh-oh, wait a minute now. That's what sold me, pissed off on. And I said, but wait a minute. I I get my pissed off on, but I ain't going to be singing about no redneck crazy. And I ain't going to be driving no Silverado. So I changed that out from Silverado to Eldorado and uh, cranked up a little, sat on the hood to think and cranked up a little uh, uh, and had myself a drink instead of cranked up a little egg. The rest of it was just already there, sounding like me in the first place. Mhm, mhm. Well, I know, I know, because the song just resonated. I, I guess the lyrics could touch, and a lot of people could relate to that. Because again, there's a situation that I'm sure a lot of people in the United States have dealt with at one point in time in their life. Oh yeah, but you know, you know, the funny thing about it is, uh, <laughs> I don't understand radio these days because they refuse to play black bitch crazy but you know you can do hip hop and say bitch all day long and a a DJ asked me he says I like that song do you have a a, a radio version I said yeah it's called black dog crazy <laughs> and he said would you send it to me and I just laughed my ass off and forgot about it because I ain't had no no record called Black Dog Crazy. I mean, it means the same thing, but no, I'm not taking the oomph out of it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and I guess I understand, because we had this problem with, with music and radio all the time. It's like, who's really listening to this? And then when I think about it, and I think about it, and I really, really, really think about it, and I and I take it back. I in got this the time feeling you're thinking about it. Yeah, because I had to take <laughs> it back in this time machine and look back, because you know when I was coming up in the game, I sang in church, I, I sang in the choir, I, I never sang did in that. high school, you know, I sang and played all through school, and I had some knowledge of music, but look like these new, these new, I ain't gonna say new, because that's kind of insulting, but these young entertainers. They had computers and stuff in school. They really didn't have no no music, nothing. So it's kind of like, where do they where do they draw from today? Yeah. You know, and I guess we feel a lot. I feel it, and I look at a lot of the performances and stuff again, like artists such as yourself, and you know, I could name a, a hundred more. You know, when they hit the stage. You, you, like I said, we talked about earlier. Engage the audience. You put on a show. The people feel like, hey, I come to, I come to be entertained, and that's what you give them. And I look at a lot of these artists. They looking for the audience to do more work than they do. Oh yeah, I, 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 I hate sitting in an audience, and the entertainer come out and want you to stand up and clap your hands all night. Yeah, let me hear you make some noise. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, 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 if I make some noise, they go put both of us out of here. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing we want to hear. Let me hear y'all make some noise. I didn't come here to make some noise. I come here to see you make some noise. Hello, good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, I was trying to get a hold to one of your your things, man. I tried my dog to get an audio version of Fuck You, Symphony. I sure wanted to play that bad. I tried hard (laughs) to get that. Uh, It's on YouTube. I know that, but I was trying to get the audio version. I know. Yeah, well... I, I tried to record the audio version. Boy, I sure really wanted to play that one today bad. Because that... That is a, a another uh, wall kicker downer that you did. Do you know why I did that song? No, but I'm uh, sure we'd like to I hear was, it. I, I was with the record company that was 
Spring Records that I was with, and, and I had recorded, you know, a lot of what I thought was good songs, and they would only look for whichever one I was talking stuff on. So it was time to go in the studio, and my partner, Brad Shapiro, who was, you know, we produced the stuff together, he said, uh, okay, what you going to be talking about this time? I said, I don't know. I done said everything on the record, but fuck. He said, well, maybe it's time to say that. And I'm going, <laughs> no. I don't say that. And I got to thinking about it, and my keyboard player at the time wrote music. So he went and got Beethoven's, I think, between the sixth, the sixth and the now the seventh and the fifth, and put it together, the symphony part of it. <clears throat> so I told him I do the lyrics. So I had a whole lot of words to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did, and you had to put them in the right place too. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and 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 I just directed it. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I, I, I saw it, boy. It looked like you was trying to create, start a new dance fad, too. Actually, see, that was London also. Yep. <laughs> if the, anybody the haven't seen that video, go to YouTube and go see Millie's Fuck You Symphony. You gotta, gotta see that. But one. I have, you know, I have class. It's spelled P H U C K. Like Phyllis. <laughs> hey, well, I, I, I don't want to bust your bubble, Miss Jackson, but there's some people out there. That's the only way they know how to spell it anyway. It's so bad. <laughs> that must be why we friends. <laughs> I know. Listen, listen, listen. I got a question to you. Too. I know you didn't work with so many, so many dynamic artists um, uh, during your career. But one especially kind of jumped out at me because during this particular period of time, I think I was on a whole nother page too. And I'm speaking about uh, Mr. Isaac Hayes. Oh uh, yeah. I remember, I remember uh, Hot Buttered Soul Boy. That yeah. was the, that was the joint right there. How was your experience but, working with Isaac? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Let me tell you this. First of all. I produced it, and I was thinking about doing a duet, and I looked at the roster for Spring, and that was Joe Simon, and Joe Simon didn't want to do a duet with me. So I said, okay. Polydor's distributor, let me look over there and see what they got. So I ran into Isaac Hayes, and I went, hey, we both rappers. That's better than Joe Simon. Hell yeah. So I called Isaac's management, and they said, yeah. I mean, it, they didn't even think about it. It was just, yeah. I went in the studio. We did the uh, tracks. I came to Atlanta, brought the tracks to do the vocals. We did all the vocals in two days. That's what I'm talking about. Two days. I bet you didn't use 32 Finish. tracks, did you? Uh, yeah. I'm almost sure we did. Well, that's all right. But listen, it's been a while. Gonna... I forgot. <laughs> listen, we it gonna, might have been we gonna... 24. Hey, look, we're going to play rose-colored glasses, Billy. That's another country song. Do you get I the know. feeling I'm a country girl? Yeah. I grew up I in the country. I... I, I, I he in the country, and we don't want to talk. I'm a country talking. girl. When I grew up, I have you know that we didn't have no R and B, no soul, or none of that. The only time all I heard was country. The only time you heard soul music was late at night 
you put your hand on the top of the radio three or four o'clock in the morning and use it for an antenna, and you might be able to get Randy's record mart out of Tennessee. Otherwise, nope, just country. Miller, you know you made me think about that fishing spot, right? <laughs> You mean that used to be fishing spot? Yeah, I don't know why I see some fools sit up there with one of them uh, uh, holy straw hats on the top of the roof. Looking for the water in the fish. Looking for the water that doesn't exist anymore. I know. I know these people, boy, are going to hear this show and think we crazy. But anyway, y'all, put your ears on this. This is called Rose-Colored Glasses.
colored glasses. Yes. I'm sure at one time or another you've worn a pair of those. I don't know. Seems like I'd be walking into the wall now. I might still have them on. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Ah, I don't know. Billy, you've been been all over the world and then some. Uh, what was some of the favorite places that you performed at that you've enjoyed the most? Wow. Where they speak English? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's got to be one place. I mean, it jump out there. I know it's uh, in actually, Europe, um, uh, I prefer. England and America. Yep, that's it. Why? Because they understand me. You know, uh, some of the other countries I've been to, they recognize the music, but they don't know what the hell I'm saying. And it's hard to cuss somebody out and they don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> it like, seems like that would be more fun. <laughs> look, <laughs> and, look and, and then you can look at the, look at them in the eyes and kind of like nod your head a couple times, put your finger up like, yeah, you understand me? You mama can you you? <laughs> and then they look looking back at you and kind of nod their head. You it know? would be it, with with my luck. It would be the one person in the whole country that spoke English that understood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Now wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> oh no, that wouldn't be funny. That wouldn't be funny. <laughs> yeah, boy. Well, Billy, listen, I got another couple more questions for you. When you're not when you're not recording and, and touring and being the superstar, the legend, what what do you do with your pastime? What are some of your hobbies? I don't. My hobby is work. I'm a workaholic. Always have been. Um, I have to have something to do with myself or I go crazy. I'm still doing concerts. I'm in the process now of putting together a cooking show. Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 uh uh-huh. I I, I know why you say that. Are you going to tell your listening audience why you say that? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, I'm sure I'm I'm gonna hit him upside the head because we already talked about what, what what we ain't cooking, Millie. You know, I wanted the lamb chops, but, <laughs> you know, but uh, you definitely see uh, Millie doing her thing on cooking um, with my homies. So you know, because she's my best homie, you go see her in the kitchen doing her thing, and uh, and see her on the stage doing her thing. So look forward to it the first of the year, y'all. I'm also on the East Coast. Uh, I was putting together a thing called Bitching in the Kitchen. But uh, I went online to buy the name, and it was already taken. So I changed it to Millie's Bitching Kitchen, and the people that was producing it, uh, well, not producing, but sponsoring it. I was producing it. Um, like Millie's Bitchin' Kitchen, and but the guy that's in charge of it be out of the country so much until I just said to hell with this. And but they did ask me, well, if we can't get you know like an HBO or Showtime, mm-hmm. would you be willing to do the show on regular television? And I'm going, okay, that go bitchin' anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did the uh, the reel, six minute reel, and uh, I did it as cooking comedy. So me and DC Curry and Pi and somebody else, we 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 put together six minutes and acting crazy, and they liked it so. We'll see what happens. Whether I'll be bitching or just cooking comedy, it'll be one of the others. Because, uh, like you say, in January, I'll be with my homies. 
Absolutely right, boy, and I love it. I love it. So I'm like merely singer, performer, songwriter, um, play producer. I don't know. Can we add? We can't. Can we add slash comedian in there too? Maybe. Well, yeah, I guess. You, but you know what? People have been bugging me. My agencies and stuff that I work with have been saying to me for years, why don't you just, you know, let us book you as a comedian? That way, you know, you could get the same money and don't have to pay the band. But my band has been with me. Some of my band members have been with me since 78. And I just can't get rid of them like that, you know. And the other thing is, other folks call it comedy. I just call it being for real. And other folks laugh at it, you know. But if I'm on stage call myself doing nothing but comedy and people stop laughing, somebody better give me a, a, something to sing. <laughs> When the animals get restless, you're supposed to play music. Oh, I thought you'd say you was going to cuss them the fuck out or something. No, 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 no. I, 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 just, I, I don't think I could just stand up and do comedy, comedy, you know. When I did my play, Young Man, Older Woman, uh, a lot of it was comedy, <clears throat> And uh, we wrote it, and we put a bunch of crazy stuff in it, you know. But that's acting. It's not like you just go out there and well, start give telling give jokes. Give, tell, tell me a little bit, Millie, about what Young Man and Older Woman was about. A young man and an older woman. Yeah, but what... <laughs> yeah, but... But what did well, I, I mean? I mean, what I did they do? Swing off? Would they do swing off some chandeliers? I mean, oh I mean, no, they, we didn't. We didn't do it. We didn't do any of that. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I was the older woman, and um, the young man was my psychiatrist because I was crazy. But I end up I, seducing I the psychiatrist. Okay, I did not to do that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yep. Okay, and what happened? Uh, we got together at the end of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Renato Ray played my husband in the, in the play. I was finna ask you uh, at the end of the play, did 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 the guy stay sane? But then now that you told me who played your husband, then he was he wasn't sane. He wasn't sane. He, he, he's either. the one that drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's all crystal clear now. It, it comes. It just just comes right there, looking at you now. Yeah, it's all crystal clear now. Amelia, I know you got a, I know you getting ready to go out on the road. You got some shows coming up. Is that anything that you can tell our listeners about that might want to come save you or something? Um, I I put together a little thing called Million Friends. So it's uh, me, Lattimore, <clears throat> keep the home fires burning. I I done recorded so many of his songs. Um. Bobby Rush and Jesse James. Jesse James, you know Jesse James. I can do bad by myself. Yeah. I don't need no help to starve to death. That's Jesse James, yeah. And uh, we we we're, we're doing a few dates, trying out some stuff and see if it's working. We're getting ready to do Detroit. Uh, Kalamazoo and Louisville, and then I'm taking the rest of the year off. And come going back home and work and and don't do no gardening, don't do no cooking, don't do none of that stuff. I got to do all of that. 
Yeah, but see, see he didn't I, I, say I, I do, that. I do, Chris, I do Christmas. I, the day after Thanksgiving, I make my fruit cakes. Sure. I start my, I start my fruit cakes. I do fruit cakes. And well, you know it. Heck, I start <laughs> fruit cakes. I look, I know, I know a little something about them. <laughs> I, 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 I get busy the day, uh, uh, right after Thanksgiving, and I keep them drunk all the way through Christmas. I just for the same, if y'all ever want to get drunk and walk sideways backwards all at the same time, he took a little fruitcake. The funny thing is, people, most people think they don't like fruitcake. In fact, I was watching TV one morning, and uh, somebody was saying something about fruitcake, and uh, Strahan was saying, oh, fruitcake, that's the joke of, oh, fruitcake. I started to just say, I'm sending him a fruitcake. Because even my daughter, she, you know, didn't know she liked fruitcake, that she was cutting somebody else a piece one day, and it kind of stuck to her finger, and she ate it off, and she went, uh, mm, why you didn't tell me fruitcake tastes like this? This ain't like the dry fruitcakes that I find in the grocery store. She's been a fan ever since. Yeah, them fruitcakes. Yep, she loves fruitcake now. Too. Yeah. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to figure out a way. I might have to try to market them, too. Figure out a way to sell them. It, it takes too long to do it. No, don't market them. It, it, it takes. It's, it's, we're, we're not going to do like the patty pies. No. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. We got we to gotta keep it stirred up. Millie, listen, I know you got to go. You got a lot of things you got to get going. But listen, we got one more song of yours, and then I'll let you get on the road because I know you're very busy, and I don't want to get cussed out. I'm not. Uh, I would. Would I cuss you out? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 was, I knew you was going to say that. I didn't want to let you down by telling a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this this is uh, I don't know why I picked these titles. I guess it's become some 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 shit I can relate to. The title, some of the song titles like this one is standing in your line. I don't know why. Seems like that's something I could I could relate to or something. I don't oh, know. you've been standing in lines and things. <clears throat> well, see, like I've been doing it lately, and that's only because they don't know who I think I am. I've been trying to tell them. They just ain't heard me yet. <laughs> Uh, hey, look, I'm feeling like Hillary today. You're so bad. It's standing in line, y'all. <laughs>
me up, baby. Move me up. The only reason I'm still standing in your line is because it's only 27 more people in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm getting close. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 All right. I. 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 Just. Just give me all of this BS when you know I know better. <laughs> well, hell, I don't want to tell our listeners where I started from. Shit, but it's only twenty-seven more people in front of me. I'm making progress. <laughs> Shit, they didn't know how long your line was. I. I. I think you must be passing the grocery store or something other. You saw some people that were standing in the line but wasn't waiting on me. Oh, uh, I ain't heard about it. nobody giving away no government cheese lately. <laughs> so, shit, I, know, I know them lines ain't long today. No, and they're going to be shorter next week. I went down the street, boy, and I was looking around. I'm like, damn, the street's kind of bare and shit. And I'm like, well, is people like going to do something and and huddle up, and they ain't really, I didn't get the memo or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of rough out there today. Yeah, boy, look, everybody need to keep their head down. That's all I know. <laughs> but yep, y'all didn't yep. hear it from me. <laughs> it's rough out there today. Well, Millie, tell our listeners where they can go get your music, where they can go get you, where they can go buy your stuff. Uh, well, hey, like I said, I ain't buying a whole lot. I'm online. Um, the the record you're playing, uh, Millie Jackson on the Soul Countryside, uh, that's at Ace Records. Dot co. See, the the, the uh, British decided to drop the M. So it's dot co, not dot com. Com just sounds more better, don't it? <laughs> yeah, <too>. <laughs> <laughs> Now see, now we gonna have to go back and consider the source now. <laughs> but with, but with the Brits being the Brits, you know they dropped yeah. the M, so it's Ace Records dot co. Yeah, maybe yeah. they had maybe they had issues with the dot com part too. Maybe. You know, <laughs> so that's the latest one. I'm on the soul countryside now. So what they did was they took all these, uh, not all these, but they took seven, what, 17 of the country songs I've done over the years and remixed them and put them back out on 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 a new record. And then Black Bitch Crazy is the latest one. That was added to the ones I had already done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you expect to hit him with anything new next year? No, ain't about hey didn't hey I'm not going to record Black Dog Crazy. <laughs> well, you don't have to do that one. You record. <laughs> Uh, hey, look, you can record worse than ass mother-in-law or somebody. I don't know. Uh, nah, on. nah. The, the stations now, you know, they really only want to play what you've done already. You, you're you going to hear Back in Love by Monday and Hurt So Good on Millie Jackson on the radio. They might uh, let you hear If Loving You Is Wrong, I Don't Want to Be Right, maybe. But after that, that's it. All the other stuff I've recorded, in fact, even the stuff like I, I did with Jive Records, uh, Hot, wild, unrestricted, and all of that stuff. They they don't never play that on the radio, and I know they don't play it because I get paid when they play it, and they send me a statement of what they played. So therefore, I I I never got a check for hot, wild, unrestricted, crazy love. I guess they thought I was too old to have some hot, wild, unrestricted, crazy love now. So. They ain't paying attention to the news because they make it Viagra for women, too. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. And I'm going, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> now, listen, I know you just didn't ask that question. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hey, I live 
alone. My son is upstairs somewhere. He lives up there, and I see him. He comes in from work and go upstairs to his room 7 o'clock every day. Now, what, what am I going to do with this Viagra? talk about that right now. No, I don't want you to talk about that. Especially our last few minutes on the air. Because he's lying. Whatever he says, it's a lie. (laughs) I want y'all to know that. He he just throwing (laughs) vibes out there because he thinks somebody go go, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. No, he he lying. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I don't know who they going to believe, but shoot, I don't know right now. <laughs> they might believe anything. <laughs> See, if I, if, 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 I, if I take some Viagra, I'm going to have to play in your brains. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, Talk nasty. Mm, mm. Talk dirty to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, listen, it was such a pleasure having you on the show, and I don't want to cut us off, but we got to last minute, and uh, hey. I want you to be safe out there and, 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 and do your thing on stage as we know you will. Uh, what, what, who, who made that song? I can understand it. Okay. Yeah, we know who that was, and thank you again. <laughs> thank you again. You're welcome. You know, we, uh, and uh, um, we talk to Thanks you for soon. having an old B. Archer on your show. Uh, well, you know, you're my best one. <laughs> <laughs> talk to you soon, baby. All right, darling. Thanks a lot. <laughs> What's good with y'all? Come here, homie. She's looking so fly. I got my homie K. Kells on this one with me. You know. And we're going to fly this thing all the way out, right? Uh-huh. Let's go. I'm like, what up? I feel like a million bucks. It got me looking like a million bucks. You know we looking like a million bucks. You know we spending like a million bucks, huh? Where I did last night when I wake up in the morning. Hey, yo, careful, we come. 